all you beautiful and amazing hockey people out there in the hockey world. This is uh, Jeff and Max from uh, What the Puck podcast. Um, we do want to apologize in advance. Uh, life kind of caught up with us. Uh, real world uh, stuff kind of uh, took over and we had to adult for the last uh, couple of weeks. I know it kind of sucks, especially when hockey is more important than everything else in life. But um, ain't that right, Max? Oh, honestly, so so much. But let's 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 uh, let's get on with our uh, our fantastic sponsors, and we'll get into some of the hockey talking while we've been um, a bit behind on keeping up with these things. Exactly. So first and foremost, um, I know they're still on break right now, um, but they are a really great ba- uh, band. Wow, you can tell it's early morning on my side of the pond. Um, <laughs> uh, this uh, company uh, with Mike and Paul over and. Uh, um, Bracknell area of uh, the UK. It's called Four Check uh, Clothing. Um, you can find them at www.fourcheck.co.uk. Like I said, they are currently on a break right now. Once we get uh, new information from them, we will be sure to pass it on. But make sure to check them out on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Um, you can find them in there. Just uh, type in the search engine uh, Four Check Clothing. It'll be one of the first ones that pops up. So Make sure you check them out. Really great products, hats, t-shirts, you name it, they got it. The next company I want to go to is for all of us uh, gym people that are trying to either get back to the gym or in the gym and looking to get a new pump or boost um, or those that are just looking to try new stuff out. Um, my buddy's uh, company out in Vegas is uh, eFlow Nutrition. Uh, my good buddy Eric uh, is the uh, head of that. Um, some of the stuff that you might want to look at is his uh, new stuff that he just came out with not too long ago. It's called um uh turkestrone um it's a natural anti uh anabolic uh, helps out with everything and anything that you can think of when it comes to trying to get that quick uh rush um while in the gym another one that you want to might want to take a look out is the new creatine uh, pill form and also the elixir uh, pill form um all great products along with their uh enrage black and also their other pre-workouts uh such as enrage um, he does have a quite a few uh, limited series editions, so make sure you check those out, as well as all of his swag. Um, he's got shakers, uh, T-shirts, hats uh, for both men and women, um, so make sure you check those out. Again, you can find him at www.eflownutrition.com. You can also find him on all sources of social media. Uh, just go to the search engine, type in uh, eFlow Nutrition, and it'll be one of the first ones that pops up. Also, make sure you use our uh, promo code. WTP2021 to get yourself a nice little discount. Our last sponsor, um, as always, our good buddy uh, Mike at uh, Hockey Art Clothing Company. Um, he's been a good friend of us, um, the show. Um, can, I often speak highly of him as well as uh, the products that he has. Um, make sure you check him out at www.hockeyartclothing.co. Um, especially his uh, hockey crew clothing uh, line. He's coming out with another one, uh, the Heretics uh, clothing line, which should be out sometime this month, as well as all of his old products, his jerseys. Um, I just ordered one of his uh, reversible jerseys, as well as I believe one of the uh, bench uh, bench clears style uh, tank top crew shirts. So make sure you check all that stuff out. He's got a lot of great uh, items. Um, if you're into that Sailor Jerry tattoo, old school pirate uh, look and feeling, so make sure you check him out. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just go to the search engines, type it in, and um, he'll be right there. So as for us here at uh, What the Puck Podcast, we're on all sources of social media. We may even be branching out to uh, what's that uh, live streaming Twitch, I think it is. Uh, okay. Maybe get some followers on that, too. Um, I'm going to look into that. Uh, may have some uh, other stuff coming up with uh, that as well. So... Now that we're into that, how's everything going for you, Max? Well, let's talk a little bit of UK hockey because things, well, the off-season has been uh, eventful so far. Players leaving, players coming, players retiring. Um, I know Belfast Giants, uh, a name that a couple of um, USA hockey fans will know from um, a draft not too long ago, a bit of a bust. I think he went fourth overall or fifth or third. He went high. He went top five in the draft. Either yeah. way, uh, Griffin Reinhardt, oh, okay. uh, Sam Reinhardt's brother, played for Belfast this year. Won uh, the two trophies that Belfast won, which were the Challenge Cup, uh, excuse me, the Challenge Cup and the League. 
um, has announced his retirement. So he has announced that he's no longer playing hockey. That was his last season. Uh, it was great to see somebody of NHL quality talent at one point, although it was a bit of a journeyman, uh, flying around, ending up in the KHL, playing in China, and then making his way to the UK um, and, uh, and Northern Ireland in Belfast. Uh, he's announced his retirement. Um, plenty of Brits are flying around and changing places. Nottingham Panthers have had two guys um, leave and test their luck out in Europe, uh, Josh Tetlow and Ollie Betteridge. Mm. Um, new faces from other clubs, which is quite a rare thing to see. Brit players don't usually change their clubs too often. Uh, and when they do, it's a big deal. So uh, Luke Ferrara of uh, the Coventry Blaze, <clears throat> uh, high-scoring forward uh, for the past couple of seasons, has moved from the Coventry Blaze to the Nottingham Panthers. Um, but more importantly, um, because the pro hockey is in its off-season, the, uh, the, this is where beer hockey and beer league and rec hockey kind of uh, take centre stage here in the UK. We've had a couple of tournaments already. Uh, one coming up at the end of at the end of this month. Oh, no, start of the start of next month uh, up in Hull uh, with ten teams competing. Uh, Nottingham Outlaws are part of that, uh, along with nine nine of the teams. One another Nottingham team and a, um, more from the local area. Uh, so stay. I think we're losing connection. One second. Touch and, uh, if you stay, are we good? Yeah, we are now. It's, it, it, okay. Yeah. It's a bit slow, was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and one that's just gone past, uh, played in, um, where the fuck did we play? Played in Bradford, uh, which is a, uh, a testing rink to play in, to say the least. It's not, it's not a big, uh, a big rink by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the boards are high. The benches are low. It's hard to jump over. Um, you have to walk walk up and down stairs to change your rooms in your skates. Um, <laughs> full of the joys of UK hockey and rinks, wherever you can find them. It's, um, it's on the second floor um, of I think it was, I think the, I think it's a bingo hall underneath. Um, oh, nice. Or, or either that or it's changed into a, a, one of those trampoline trampoline parks. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you can you can take the, you can take the lift up or you can take the stairs up. Like you, yeah. <laughs> You might as well have fun with it and combine oh, yeah. bingo and uh, the uh, trampoline park. And as you're calling the numbers, you have to kind of like do certain tricks on the trampoline in order to kind of like. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they're all bouncing around. There's just giant footballs or uh, basketballs. And then they've got the numbers on whatever you catch is what, you, what you've got. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so that's kind of kind of it for the, uh, for the UK hockey scene. Um, as of right now, um, if you want to keep in touch with more rec hockey stuff that's going off over here in the UK, uh, obviously follow my, my other podcast, uh, Let's Talk Hockey UK. Find that on any search engine. Um, I tried to do a live stream from one of the uh, from the tournament in Bradford, but it got copyright striped because they were playing music during the breaks. I didn't realize this until afterwards. Um, so uh, I'll try and be a bit more cautious on that i did some commentary on a couple of games uh, but it was all to no avail i went live on uh, on instagram gotcha. um, so that's that's probably the best place to go and go and check us out is check us out check us out on instagram for a couple of live things coming up hopefully there's not as much music and uh, copyright strikes coming uh coming our way come to turn the damn shit down you're trying to record <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i I mean, so most of the teams right now are all on the golf courses. And just speaking of teams yeah. being on golf courses, I was thinking about this the other night. And can you imagine how the NHL teams that aren't in the playoffs all having a sleepover watching the fight? I know two games. I mean, it, it, would it be a girls fight kind of night or would it be uh, the, a boys kind of night with some of the teams? Like just sit there. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I stayed up and watched game three. Um of the Avs and Oilers. Um, and I'll be honest with you, for large portions of the game, I, I, I tuned out. I tuned out. I, I missed one or two. It didn't, I'll be honest with you, it's hard when I don't, when you don't have a team, you're not invested. 
Um, it's great seeing these powerhouses like McDavid and um, Drysdale going. Yeah, and, and and McKinnon and um, Ranton and whoever, and whatever, whoever else they've got, McCarr. Um, like it's great to see those, you know, elite of the um, of the NHL going back and forth against yeah. each other. But, but when they're cancelling each other out for long periods of play, uh, it got it got to a bit of a snooze fest. And I've not really invested in a team. Um, I think as as much as it'd be cool to see McDavid. Um, kind of, kind of go to the finals at least. I don't know if he'll win it because you you asked me for my picks yeah. earlier in the week, and I, I kind of said Tampa would do it again. They they won back on home ice. Yeah. Um, but so I think, yeah, I, it was just hard to get. It's hard to get invested in in the hockey when you haven't got someone to cheer for. Yeah, like you're not, you're not kind of invested. So. What you're telling me is we've already busted the bubble on who's in the Western Conference final, and we haven't even covered the second round yet. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's, I know. I'll tell you, it, it'll. What will be really interesting is the off season. I saw somebody comment this. I can't remember if it was on uh, one of the Facebook pages or the Instagram pages. What an interesting off season uh, Ottawa will have. Uh, sorry, not Ottawa. Um, Oilers will have. Sorry, um, if they get swept in this round. Yeah. Like what? What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> like you, you, you. This is this is it. This is your run. You come up against the team that is meant to be their year for the yep. past five years now, and you get you, you get swept. You get swept. But one thing that we've one thing that we've said, and it's continued all the way through, pretty much all the way through, especially on the West, is that you need four goals to win this game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so part of it broke up again. I don't That's know. If the it's my, I don't know if it's my end or I don't know if it's my end or your end. Um, oh, okay. It, it might possibly be my end because the internet here is kind of, uh, touch and go right now for some other reason, even though it's a really nice day out. Um, but, uh, yeah, in the first round, you needed at least four plus goals. I think I was, I said like 40 some odd games, you needed uh, four plus goals in order to win a game. Second round, mm-hmm. as as much as I wanted to see this series play out, and it only went to five games, and that's the Edmonton Calgary series. I was so disappointed. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I really wanted to see this series play out. And just five games in the series was way too quick for me. I don't know about you, but yeah. It's also that that point of like it coming down to like the one game, um, and it being and it being a bit more, a bit well, I say a bit more of a battle. It was it was cut through all the way fucking through. Yeah. But the, the the tension that you get with a game seven is like nothing, like nothing else. Yeah. So yeah, seeing seeing that series go to seven. One thing in that series though, Milan Lucic has hit on. I'm gonna air quotes here hit because this this is how I feel about it. The hit on Mark um uh the goalie Mike Smith. Yeah. Do you think Mike Smith sold it? No, because I know what kind of player Lucic is. Yeah, I know, but watching the right. I I must have watched that replay oh, too many times. And I've watched it in slow-mo, I've watched it in real time, right. I've watched it from the reverse angle. Like he goes into him, yeah. Did you but okay? Did you watch? Put, doesn't seem like he takes him off his feet or like clatters into him. So did you see that interview following the game the next day? No, I missed it. I think I missed it. Okay, so I watched a little bit of it. And I caught a little bit of it, and they asked Lucic about that hit. And the okay. whole entire time, he had that shit-eating grin on his face. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I meant to stop. Didn't you see me trying to slow down? I mean, the whole entire time, he had that joker look on his face. Like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to sit here and tell you guys what, what you all want me to say. When I know deep yeah. down inside, I ran him like a goddamn truck. Yeah, and they, they said it on the broadcast. They said it in, like, in, in highlight shows and stuff. He did it – I'm sure he did it when he um, – Oh, he he's perfected it. He's done yeah, it in other series. Exactly, but I, I'm I'm going to be honest here. I think Mike Smith sells it quite quite well. Like Lucic makes contact, 
He's about two foot away from the boards. And then there's a good like second and a half, maybe two seconds where Mike Smith goes, oh, I've been touched. And then kind of throws himself to the ice. It just, it just, it, the way he went down just looked so awkward to me that it didn't look real. It didn't look like a hit. And that's the that's 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 my that was my that was my look that was my look on it. I've fallen. I can't reach my beer. Somebody help me, teammates! Mm. Please come in. Yeah, kind of like one of those. Well, hell yeah. yeah! If if a goalie needs his beer and can't reach it, you better come in and get it for him. It great great time <laughs> to get a timeout. Right. I know, <laughs> but I mean, and then even in that. Okay, so yeah, I I agree. Maybe Mike did sell it a little bit, but Lucic has been known in the past oh, yeah. to run goalies. Yeah. So just like with Brad Marchand, Brad Marchand is one of those players. It doesn't matter. Guilty by association. Yeah. And so Lucic, I, I agree with the call. I mean, he should have never gotten that close to Mike Smith, regardless yeah. if, he, if he sold it. But I mean, that was you could, him trying to say he was trying to stop is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, he went straight through Mike Smith. Mike Smith sat there, took the hit, flew into the boards, flopped around like a little fish out of water, and got his call. And yeah. then on top of that, he even got Luchich kicked out of uh, the next game. Yeah. You know what? Good on you. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Play, play the game, and that's you know, that's 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 yeah, that's that's just desserts. Uh, but also gave us one of the best. Uh, I don't know if it was Wes McCauley. I don't think it was, uh, but one of the best referee quotes. Um, as like uh, Calgary number 17 gets um, two plus 10 plus game or something. Everybody else in the box gets two minutes of roughing. Yep. <laughs> and I think it happened again in a, uh, in another series. Like it was like, they just, they, they couldn't deal with it. It was in, it was in the Rangers, uh, Tampa Bay game, I think where okay. everybody was fighting and like nine players got kicked off, but we'll get to that. Cause we're still in the second round at this, this point. Yeah. But so I'm looking at the scores right now. First game, 6-9. Second game, 5-3. Third game, 4-1. Fourth game, 5-3. Fifth uh, game, 5-5-4. Five, five, and out of two of those, or no, Kane got a hat-trick in the first series against the Kings. Then he gets another natural hat-trick yeah. in the second round. Since we're not to the third round yet, I'm not going to say anything. But, I mean, this is a kid that nobody wanted. Yes, does he have his troubles off the ice? Yes. Does he have a mouth on him? Yes. But is he a type of player that you would want on your team the way that he's been playing? Well, yeah. And I think 30, 31 of the teams missed up on the facts and like kind of missed the boat on him. Um, but then looking at the team that um, the Oilers have got, where would Kane want to go? Does he want to go and play with, Leon Dreisaitl and McDavid, or does he want to go and play for another team? No, you you want to go with like you, you put yourself in the best position possible. Obviously, Abs couldn't take him because of um, like cap space, and maybe maybe yeah. maybe there's a ha- maybe a handful of other teams that couldn't do that as well, uh, which kind of ruled them out. But right um, now, he's the Antonio Brown of uh, hockey. I mean, he's well, he's yeah. a clown right now. He he's basically the sideshow. Yeah. He, he, he's he's the story. He's kind of like the uh, the come the come good story of the NHL this year. Like goes through all that shit and adversity and, and terribleness, and you, you're questioning whether this guy is going to actually fucking play in this league again, or yeah. you know be you know playing this country playing uh, this country again. Um, is he going to yeah. have to go play play in some other random league in Europe, and then he comes back and he's like the, almost the second talisman of. Uh, well, he's, he's part of the three-headed monster now. The way that I'm looking at it is he probably brought a – or had a come-to-Jesus meeting and brought his uh, water bottles with him too to have him turn it into wine because he sure as hell ain't playing like he's drinking water right now. Well, yeah, and, he's on he's on something. But, I mean, again, that, that, series was, that series was shocking. I mean, it was goal after goal. I mean, mm. there was only one game where one goal scored for the Flames. And, I mean – all right, so let's fast forward to game five. Uh, that overtime con- – or that – not overtime goal, but that kick-in goal, the controversial goal, which sent the team into actual overtime itself. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I've, he- I've heard so much about it, and – for me, for me, it's for me, it's a kicking motion. 
is he deliberately trying to kick it in? It's it's unfortunately going to have to come down to speculation. Yeah. Um, like you're only going to know unless you get him um, kind of not mic'd up, but you know, if you can go back in time and listen to his thoughts, like, oh, I'm going to boot this. Like, um, but I, I I saw a worse one in in the world, like Cade Nielsen for his first. Um, Pro GB goal hockey, uh, goal for GB hockey. Like he did the same sort of thing where the inset, the inside of his foot, he looks like he's going to stop, but yep. he just pla- he just plants it down and it ricochets off his uh, off his blade and goes in. For me, Cade Nielsen was a blatant kick in, and I will have him for it when he comes back over here and coaches in Clark and Co. Because fucking <laughs> you kick, you kick the goal in, but you got away with it. Um, but you're seeing this more and more now where players are able to angle their feet in such a way um, that it deflects in and it's becoming harder and harder for referees to, yeah. to, to distinguish that the pressure he's getting from, uh, from the other player as well, like to, to hold, to hold your balance and stuff. And, it's, uh, diffi- it's difficult. I mean, and like you said, there clearly is a kick in motion. I mean, you sit. Okay. So there's a difference between fast or, game time speed and then slowing yeah. down and i know lee kind of did a uh mini uh mini vid on i believe either let's talk hockey or uh hockey wraparound yeah. he was he was talking about like is slow motion kind of like ruining the the formality of the game or is it is, or is it just kind of like when you see it in fast play in game time speed yeah you can tell whether or not it's good or not yeah. But when you slow it down, is that taking away from the reality to it, which is basically saying, well, you know what, maybe it's not what we thought it was. Maybe changing something psychologically within our heads when we see it that way, because now we're looking at it. It's kind of like when you go to a uh, watch, watch ghost uh, TV series or something like that. You hear something come over the radio, but you can't exactly yeah. hear what they're saying. And then the, people that are doing the show say well maybe it's this so every time it's said now you're thinking oh my god that's what it's saying because it's psychologically embedded you you know what uh, it's yeah it's it's a fantastic yeah it's a fantastic point and you know what it what i think slow-mo is wrecking um and luckily i don't think we've seen a lot of it this season but seasons past when they slowed down um game time speed of um hits to the head yeah or uh slew footing and this that and the other and he could he could have turned out well no what you're doing you're slowing this footage down frame by frame and you're sitting and analyzing three of play that goes by in an instant but yet you're watching it for 30 minutes so to you this this seems to happen yeah, you just you, you're altering the reality of the speed of the game, and exactly. that's and that, that that's my problem with slow, with slow motion, um, like slow slow motion breakdown. Slow motion is beautiful. You can you can see the finer points of like, oh, he dragged and pulled and just got his um, um, blade to that uh, blade of his stick to that tip in, and it bounced like it, like you know you can admire the physics that are happening yep. um, with within the game. And it's a beautiful thing, slow mo. But when you start breaking it down for analysis, it alters your perception of time and time going past. Like yep. a, a player's already made a decision three seconds before, regardless of what happens next. When you say, "Oh, there was this much space between them," he could have stopped up. He could have pulled out. But that's not the game. That's yep. not how the game is played, like exactly. especially especially in in hits and stuff. When you've just when you've committed, like I'm gonna I'm gonna stop and hit this guy, um, you've already made that choice in your head, exactly. regardless of what, regardless on whether how fast the guy moves the puck away or whatever else. Like it's too late at that point. Yep. And these these decisions happen on instinct for most players. Yep. So and and slow and slowing it down. I, I yeah. For that sort of, I think refs should have to watch it. Give give them all the angles in the world, but yep. don't show don't show them slow don't show them slow mo. Show them in real time, um, with as many angles as you want, but don't slow it down exactly. because you've got to make a decision. 
So kind of like a Star Wars movie where uh, brace yourself for this one. It's a, it's a spoiler. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. I know. Boom. Oh. So kind of like this series. Edmonton comes out of this, folks. I'm sorry. We just blew your mind, and I, I hope we didn't ruin this <laughs> series for you. Um, I mean, I know I was uh, boasting the hockey gods uh, on the last episode, but I really wish the hockey gods let this series ride all the way out to game seven because these two had so much hatred for each other. I would have loved it. Mm. Would have loved it. Mm. And so let's jump from one hitting a goalie to another series where <laughs> hitting a goalie is coming came into big part. Because uh, it's kind of funny because irony kind of caught up to this guy. Um, but this series, the uh, Colorado St. Louis series, it wasn't as exciting, but I mean, St. Louis played their hearts out. They, I mean, yeah. they literally went balls to the wall in this series. Not much action in this one, except for the little banter after Kadri hits Bennington. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think that's the game factor? Why? And here's another, sorry to spoil it. Spoiler alert, folks. St. Louis loses. It's no. I know, right? I mean, boom. I know, I know. I know. It's good job we're not watching. It's good job we're not reviewing Stranger Things or anything for anybody. Like, <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Because I just finished the season four, volume one, this weekend, and oh, oh my god, I just, I just, I just thought. Oh, I watched episode one yesterday, uh, last night with my girlfriend, and I, I can't watch episode two yet because we've got to watch it together. <laughs> so don't, don't, don't say I, I could, I could sit here all afternoon and just binge the whole thing. But I know I've got to, I've got to keep myself disciplined. Um, but yeah, right. yeah, back back to back to the hockey fight. So this um, series, you know what? This is where you find on. out that Skywalker or uh, Leia and Luke are brothers. Like, oh my god, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh my siblings. god, I know. Boom. And just like siblings, there's a sibling hit in this game that knocked out Bennington. Um, it, which sparked a lot of stuff after that. Um. That, that happened in game three, I do believe, um, uh-huh. where uh, Bennington um, got knocked out. So I'll run over the scores real quick. You had uh, Avalanche uh, 3-2 in the first game, Blues 4-1 in the second game, Avalanche 5-2. In the third game, Avalanche 6-3 in the uh, game four. Blues uh, took it in um, – Colorado in game five, and then Avs came back and won game six. Um, so do you think Bennington being injured had a huge factor in this? And then let's also go over the hit that Kadri did and then everything that led up to what happened with Kadri. So yeah, they were they were riding they were riding Bennington. Like once he came in, in the in the first round, uh, they're 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 riding him again. You yep. know exactly what Bennington Bennington can do. Um, when he gets hot, when he gets on a, on a streak and on a roll, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, is is he? Well, yeah, I think I think that's 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 the TSN turning point right there. Like you take you take out the guy, their guys uh, got as a as a backup, but he wasn't exactly much cop, um, much cop for them, uh, much good for them. Um, You're talking about uh, after, Huso, right? Yeah, I mean, he he did he he did the he did his role fantastically, yep. and then when Binnington was ready again, came back in with that fire with that fire in his uh, uh, in his eyes and didn't want to leave the net, um, which is complete which is completely understandable. Um, I'm gonna what whilst whilst we get your your thoughts on it. I'm going to try and find the the the, the Kadri the Kadri hit. So um, just just to refresh my memory. If if I am correct, it wasn't as violent as the uh, I tried to stop a Luchich uh, train. <laughs> um, but it it was a is a direct hit. I mean, was it on purpose? I don't think it was. Um, but it was enough to take Bennington out of the game. Um. I think it was one of those ones where he had to go back and uh, get a head check and then just didn't return after that. Uh, um, But again, I think it was in game 
four or no game three that he did it. Um, knocked Bennington out. Huso came in, and then right after that, right after the game, uh, they're having a post interview with uh, with Kadri, and Bennington walks by, throws the water bottle at him, and then walks <laughs> yeah. away. And you're like, okay, that's funny, that's hilarious. You know, a, a little bit of a unsportsmanlike, but. I mean, that that's that's hockey players. I mean, Bennington mm-hmm. was pissed off. Kadri was kind of like boosting his ego, like Kadri does very well. And the announcers were just like, "Wait, what?" And Benning and Kadri kind of like looks over and he goes, "Yeah, Bennington just threw a water bottle at me, guys," <laughs> and went on on that. Well, come to find out, after injuring Bennington, uh. Kadri and his family all received death threats. They received mm. this, uh, all the stuff via in, uh, Twitter and emails and everything. And the league got involved, especially both teams coaches. And they're like, you know, this is uncalled for folks. Um, this and that he's only a hockey player. Things happen. That's why it's called a game. Um, but I mean, it was, it was bad enough to like, they had to beef up security in St. Louis until they left. Um, and then St. Louis's coach came out and said, you know, I know we love our team type of uh, response. And he's like, but this is uncalled for. This is not what being a fan is all about. This is a physical sport. This is a contact sport. Things are going to happen, whether it's on purpose or not on purpose, things are going to have kind of response. Um, so in response to that, yeah, hockey's, Hockey's hockey. Um, just like, okay, so right now with me being a substitute teacher, with all these threats around the world that are being handed out, by, uh, especially over the last few uh, recent uh, weeks with the attacks and everything that have happened in the schools, mm-hmm. is it a risk going to school sometimes? Yes. But, I mean, is it going to stop us from going in and doing our job or making sure we're there for the kids? No. Just mm-hmm. like in hockey. Just because, yeah, this player is going to go after the, another player is it going to stop you from playing the game? No, you got to get back out there. You got to do it. And the death threats are uncalled for. So now that no, you watch the hit. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know who the defender was that was meant to be on Kadri, Kadri. but it's a it, shotgun shot comes in big, re, uh, big save off the uh, cheater of the glove, yep. off the cuff of, cuff of the glove, pucks lying there. And Kadri's got, a, a full-on green light to go and fucking get that. Oh yeah, like that's 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 a completely that's a completely different play to uh, to the Mike Smith one um, and Lucic. And if I'm correct, uh, he had someone in coming in from behind him and like shoving him into Bennington, but it because of the force and everything. So they kind of it, so as as the play's going over the blue line, um, Kadri's on the far the far wing from the broadcast uh, angle. Um, and it's coming like 45 degrees in uh, on the goal on the slot. Yeah. The defenders, the, the defenders, got to do a better job of boxing him out. Like he's he's fully within his rights to go after that puck that is not covered yep. loose in the crease. Uh, Bennington's um, up top uh, top of his blue paint, um, and yeah, the I'm sorry, Blues defenders got to got to do better to to hold him off. Exactly. Uh, and stand him up rather than cra- rather than crashing in and through him um it's just as much the blues def- i can't I, I didn't see the guy's number or name so i don't know who it was i, I obviously had the volume turned down so you couldn't hear me um in the background there um whilst you were whilst you were giving your your talk on it and stuff but um yeah that blues defender's just got to do better at boxing out cadre like take his stick away take his ice away like yeah Play play physical on him. I know he's a I know he's a big boy, but you know you're just as much of an NHL player than, as as he is. Exactly. Um, so yeah, like if the if the defender does his job, nothing happens. If the defender um, uh, does uh, half as much as what he did, then the incident doesn't happen, and either no. Binnington Binnington makes a uh, save on a rebound, or Kadri exactly. score or, or Kadri scores a goal. It just so happens that the defender 
um, came in, takes out, um, kind of, yeah, comes in, doesn't 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 do enough enough of his job to disrupt Kadri, yeah. and he, he yeah, and they they both they both end up going into Binnington. It was an awkward is an awkward take by Binnington, but he 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 hopped up, he he yeah. skated off and whatever else. I know. I know protocol's protocol, and you've got to go get checked out. This, that, and the other. But if he wants, it's it's really awkward because if he wants to carry on playing, it didn't look like he was like he 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 was down in the goal for a little bit. But he yeah. he he skated off under his own power. Exactly. He wasn't. He didn't look hazy. He didn't look dazed. You get him back to that. Um, um, to the protocol room and may, maybe think maybe things changed or whatever else um but if i think if he's able to come back into the game like fucking bring him back into the game if you want if you if he wants to play you shouldn't have you shouldn't have to be forced to keep him out exactly. i think i think there's i think there's got to be some rules kind of mm-hmm. tweaked and changed over the next couple of years about this um concussion protocol and stuff and it's got to be I think it's got to be a neutral part. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. Party. I'm not sure if you were able to watch the uh, last game of that series where uh, Colorado knocked out uh, St. Louis, but they kept on showing Bennington like in and out, like sitting in the uh, press box or the, the Blues press box. And mm-hmm. after the game, you just look at Bennington, and Bennington's just sitting there with that disgusted look on his face, like, I, I it's yeah, like he, I can, he was okay to play. play. Yeah. yeah. Um, he knew that he could play the whole entire series, but it's just the team wouldn't let him. Um, but is that is that is that the team, or is that because the team feels um, or not the team, like but the, the doctors and everything? Yeah, That's exactly. I mean. like, who, who's who's saying that this guy can't play? I know in the past, like people, guys have played, what well, guys are playing injured this year. We we know the guys are banged yeah. up. <clears throat> I think it's the the head injury and the concussion that they're kind of like basing it off of because of all the research that's been done over the last probably like 10 to 15 years, especially during the uh, Eric Lindros days and yeah. the Mike Madonna days and stuff like that. And uh, Brett Lindros, even Eric's uh, brother that stopped after like two or three concussions. He was like, oh, I'm done. Um, yeah. We only need to go back and um, uh, fuck, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite players, Paul Career. Like he doesn't oh, yeah. remember, he doesn't remember getting hit. He doesn't remember scoring coming coming back out and scoring the goal. He doesn't remember the next yep. day. He doesn't remember the next game. Yeah, and we'll after get that after that hit, hit after that hit. Yeah, and that's like uh, in the next uh, series that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. The Canes, uh, Canes and Rangers this series. There's a hit in one of the last games, and this player just he doesn't remember anything. The next, we'll we'll get to that part here in a minute. Okay, but uh, I mean. Would it have been a different outcome if Bennington didn't get injured? And I'll let you. What's your views on that? Yeah, he he uh, like I like I said earlier, he he kind of caught he caught fire. Um, he caught, he got the uh, he got the eye of the tiger when he when he uh, when Huso um, when they when they put him in after after Huso uh, after Huso after I think it was like two maybe two games yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, he got he got the net back. Um, and he he was he was starting to look like you know the Jordan Binnington that everyone knows and fears exactly um, from the from the year they went and went and uh, went and won it all yeah Boston um, exactly so like he he was looking like he could carry them it probably could have gone to a game seven rather than uh, fin- finish finishing early yeah. um, and then like like, mm. like we always say anything anything can happen in that one game shootout. Exactly, exactly. So, as we all found out, I mean, Star Wars, uh, spoiler, Colorado advances. Um, so, that sets up the Western Conference uh, final. Uh, so, let's chat about that real quick. Uh, it's only three games in. Um, how many games have you caught? I caught the most recent game. I watched game three. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and... I don't know if it was because of the time because of the time difference, and I wasn't really like I say invested in any of the teams. But I wanted to see if I could, you know, see if I could get into this game because uh, McDavid versus uh, McKinnon, uh, McCarr, 
uh, dry side or like you've got powerhouses of the league in in this season in this series yeah um i was like well, it's gonna be well for me i think i i thought to myself well, it's gonna be the most exciting hockey and i found myself for large periods of the game just a bit like well they're just canceling each other out yeah um so you have to kind of look a little bit further down the down the uh depth chart and down the lines for some exciting plays and exciting hockey and guys to kind of like step up and stuff because McCarr for some, I don't know how he's done it, but somehow he's got McDavid in his fucking pocket. Yeah. Um, and there was a, a clip. McDavid picks up the puck in his own zone, wheels like he normally does, but McCarr's there and he's backing up. And it's not a oh shit moment. It's a I fucking got you moment. And look, uh, McDavid looks to go around him. McCarr puts the stick out, takes the puck off his uh, off his uh, stick, puts it in the corner, clears it up the boards, and he's no longer a threat. Um, and as great as the Edmonton Oilers are, I think the greatest quote, I think one that might end up coming back to rue them a little bit, is uh, one that... Um, the co- I'm sure it was the coach of the Calgary Flames... Uh, oh, Sutter. Dal Sutter. It's like the best player in the world won them the game on one, on one shot. And yep. credit credit to McDavid at the end of that at the end of that series, he came out and said uh, in the in that interview, said, "Yeah, I played shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, I wasn't I wasn't on my game. I got one opportunity and I took it. Yeah, um, that's the only shot you kind of hit hit the net with. So, yes, he's going to be dangerous, but I think, well, we." In in this series, spoiler again, because people may, may be watching or whatever. It could be over. It could be over by the time that you're listening to this. Oh <laughs> yeah, I girls. know, I know. Um, like nice are, game four. We are. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to. They're going to have to do the reverse sweep in the conference final. Unless, um, unless if I get off my high horse, and once we're done with this, just kind of like shoot it out and depending on how long it is just cut it up into two pieces and send it on out i mean i'm going to be at work the kids don't get in for till at least two or till about three o'clock today so i might have a little bit of time at work to kind of shuffle things around too so we'll, we'll see yeah. if, if this is out com- or, uh, even if it is out uh, before or after the game com- comment below let, let, let us know com- uh, let us know what happened i'll try we, to get we, this portion we out I'll yeah. try to get this portion out first, and then when we jump into the Eastern Conference, then I'll, I'll have that as part two. So make sure yeah. if you're listening to us right now, we are going to have a part two. It's going to be the Eastern Conference side since it's a lot easier during the playoffs to do stuff like this. Yeah. But um, for me, this series, I watched the first game, and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get my hockey lube out because this series is going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. Get all my hockey uh, hockey toys. Uh, have kind of like a Fifty Shades of Hockey room. I mean, I thought this was going to be one of those kind of series. Yeah, sit sit down, strap in. This is going to be fucking, this is going to be epic. Exactly. And, and then game yeah. two, it's like uh, Edmonton. Um, at any point. Uh, yeah. uh, you live? Uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse or anything, but Jesus, yeah. where are you? <laughs> someone someone get the defibrillator quick. Exactly. <laughs> And I mean, it was only four nothing. But I mean, when you go from like an eight six game and then you get yep. shut out four nothing, it's like, um, hello, hello, McFly, yeah, yeah. Beeler. At, at any point, at any point, guys, just uh, yeah, just decide <sighs> to turn up. I mean, wiggle like wiggle like a worm. I mean, just give me some kind of proof of life. Yeah. Um, and then in game three, it, it was such a good game. And then Mike was, Smith was, opened. Yeah. He opens yeah. up his legs just a little bit. It's like, dude, keep them closed. You ain't a hooker. Unless yeah. you want to be – you can act like one, but – And again, that, that, oh, I can't – was it Hyman that scored? I can't remember who scored the, who scored the goal. But he's, he's, just, he's just coming in, head firing on the net, and he's still going in for the rebound um, when the puck's in the back of the net. Yeah. Like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't know until, <laughs> until the goal siren goes off. Um, but – yeah, like I said, kind of a bit of a snooze fest at times, just yeah. because they were, they were they were running the sh- kind of Calgary were kind of running running the show. Edmonton kind of came back a little bit, um, got their goals when they needed to. But yeah, watching it, I couldn't see it going any any other way but to the exactly. uh, to the Avs, unfortunately. Um. So 
Well, here's the other part of the story, too, is Darcy Kemper gets injured for game one. Yeah. And so you're thinking, all right, with the – I mean, yeah, Colorado has a really great team. Um, they got the shooters that they have with McKinnon, Landeskog, uh, Marker, uh, Kadri, who is no longer in the game anymore, and we'll get to that real quick. Um. I mean, they have all these powerhouses, and I'm sure I'm missing a few other ones. I know uh, mm-hmm. isn't Graves on there or Foot? Or, not not Foot, but um, there's a few other big names on there. Taze, I think yep. uh, the other Taze is on there. Yep, yep, Devin um, Taze. Yeah. And now they have Francois and Net. Francois, I mean, good goalie and everything, but I mean, he's he's no starter. No. And if the something happens to him, their backup now is an actual backup he's only had like two games in the nhl like no other kind of play so if darcy or if uh francois goes down then colorado might be screwed but it is game four tonight um anything can happen now when it comes to kadri being knocked out like i said karma caught up to him but the hit uh, that Kane provided, I don't think is as big of a deal as any other hit. It was just the speed. I think a lot of speed had more to play in that because it looked like Kane barely nudged him in the back and Kadri went into the boards and him hitting the boards and then showing it in slow motion is just, again, slow motion coming into play in this one. Yeah, it's that – when. when uh, if anybody out there has played hockey or played fit, like played t- actual checking hockey or even been taught checking hockey as, as a junior and stuff, you know the dangerous area is that two foot away from the boards. If you lay a check in that in that well within one or two feet of the boards and you're not up against it, that's when problems can happen. That's when injuries can happen because you're not only getting the impact of the first hit, you're getting a ricochet into the boards uh, for even. For, for 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 double double the um double the pain yeah um so yeah it's, it sucks that he's out and i you've got to put a little bit of onus on kane like he could have just rode him to the boards rather than laying a hit on yep. him but that's not that's we know that that's not his style of play um and you just play more phys- you, like we, we know the games are more physical <clears throat> come uh, come playoff time exactly um it sucks. You don't want to see anybody get hurt, obviously. Um, but it was it was a it was a hockey it was a hockey play. He got hit. Yep. Exactly. Oh. Got himself. Uh, um. You know, just just because they're playing, they're playing for their their ultimate prize. So. It's kind of funny. Um, I'm scrolling through Facebook right now, and kind of off subject, but on subject is Tim Peel is conducting a refereeing school. Yes, which I find absolutely hilarious. <laughs> He's probably going to teach the kids when to call good calls and when to call crappy calls to kind of make up <laughs> for those other calls that you miss later, but. He says Tim Peel calls Nazem Kadri's injury karma. So I think I said it before I even saw this. I'm like, he had what was coming to him. But at the same time, I think he's putting a lot more play into the hit and injury than what people are. And Kane ends up getting a suspend suspension over that. So he's out of the game tonight. So yeah. again, Kadri's out, Kane's out. Still anybody's game. So any more notes from that game you want to discuss, or shall we uh, call it uh, who's coming out of the West and then uh, start with part two? Yeah, I think – so what the, the game's tonight. Um, I think it's going to be uh, – it's, it's, uh, it, how, how can you not call it a sweep for the avalanche? Get, get the brooms out. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. And, yeah, after, the, after spitting chiclets, put on a massive show, taking biz there, um, sh- shaving his head, Brian, Ryan Whitney's return. They lose at home. They can lose again tonight, and they're on the golf and, the, and they're on the golf course. Like, yeah, give 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 the Avalanche the uh, the extra days rest that they need and and want, 
um, sweep sweep them at home, and uh, uh, let's let's put a nice package on this and uh, see what the Oilers do come the uh, come the off season. All right, so I really wish I could take caution and Smith. Yeah, combine them because <laughs> they'd be one hell of a goalie. I'm telling you what, oh, yeah, they'd yeah. be one hell of a goalie. I really wish I could, but both of them are not playoff goalies. I, I'm sorry, they're not playoff goalies. But I'm going to go with Edmonton tonight. I don't want. I don't think they're going to get swept at home. Okay, this isn't a bubble series anymore. This is. Yeah, I yeah. think if Colorado wants to do this, I think they should be like, well, you know, uh, let's kind of like let this one sweep under a little bit, and let's bring it home and uh, win in front of the home crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a, that's not that's not a bad shot. That's taking, you know, but it's but it, it, it that's a dangerous game. You take your foot off the gas and yep. let, you know let let your opponents breathe for just a little bit. Exactly. Um, Edmonton could. It's a it's a long road back. They've got to win four. They've got to yep. win four straight now, but. It's been done in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the Rangers on uh, the brink of elimination against the Penguins on the brink of yeah. – I mean, I would say the brink of elimination with the Canes, but we haven't gotten to that series yet because that's our next uh, Star Wars uh, mind blower. <laughs> um, so, with that being said, again, uh, make sure you check out our sponsors of uh, – Hockey Art Clothing Company, eFlow uh, Nutrition, and also Forecheck Clothing Company, because we're about to end uh, part one and jump right into part two. So make sure you stick around and uh, catch us uh, on the Eastern Conference side. So until next uh, show, this is uh, Max and Jeff, and we'll start chatting with you right 